Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today we have Melva Benoit on the show. Hi, Melva. Hi there. Melva is the founder and president of the Marion Dupree Group. Um, She has a long history in media research and insights. Uh, She's worked for literally almost every major media company that we have in this country. Uh, whether it be Fox, NBCU, Viacom, you name it, uh, Melva has, has researched it and provided the insights that we, 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 we need. And so I'm excited to talk, about, uh, talk to Melva today about how the insight space is, has evolved, some of the key areas that are moving forward, and really the latest with uh, the Marion Dupree group. So Melva, it's great to have you on the show. Um, It'd be great to kind of start out just to, if you could tell us a little bit about your background and, and your career and, and how you've, how you've, you've ended up uh, being the, the queen of insights. Oh, okay. I would love to. So um, I like to tell people that I'm one of the few people that is doing what I went to school for working in media. And I've worked for almost every major media company pre and post merger, which is kind of funny. Um, so, uh, it started with King World and syndication. I'm going to do the fast version. I went to a party in Atlanta, got a job. It was employee number 14 out of 19 at Cartoon Network. Um, I began to do research in kids. So we were the, um, challenger brand to the bigger brand than Nickelodeon. And so that was a lot of fun because there wasn't a lot of precedence for what we were doing. So we just had a great deal of fun. Uh, Got tired of that, went back to New York on some business, got heavily recruited by Comedy Central, got to go and work on a brand that was transitioning from um, being sort of loose and old to being sort of a point of view on the world. And so the very first groups, focus groups that I ever moderated were for a little show called South Park, which you may have heard about. A little show. (laughs) A little show. Then from there to Disney, um, the fun part about Disney Channel was they'd never done, they hadn't done a lot of research with kids. And so when I walked in, in the first three months, I think I tested 30 shows and actually began to develop um, insight around kids that was about creating immersive experiences. So one of the cool things I created, which is why when you look at the Disney Channel, the brand talks to kids the way they do, is a day camp where we're able to take executives and pair them with kids so they could get as close to the consumer as possible. Oh, that's great. Um, Nickelodeon called and digital like everyone else. Um, And so I got to be known for kids and computers. And so we were trying to figure out um, basically how to make a profitable business around digital when it was first talked about as being online with kids. So did a lot of work that went into sort of understanding kids and safety um, that sort of helped influence some of the um, 
laws and regulations, you know, the COPA stuff with kids and safety. Yeah. Um, that's a space that's evolved a lot. Yeah. Completely. Um, and then our insight work was originally around trying to understand um, how you how you actually monetize what kids do online. And so games, 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 nick.com was heavy games, but how do you monetize that? Um, and so we came up with Aber games. Um, so it was sort of, as everybody knows in the beginning of that, um, then I made my way into adult entertainment, not adult entertainment, <laughs> but NBC. Yeah. Um, I was head of research for the West Coast. So I got to basically change the way we think about how we test shows for the end of Friends. So the last season of Friends on the air. And then I um, was recruited to Fox and that was where I spent the last nine years in Insight, um, American Idol, and basically with a limited budget pushing the ends of Insight and beginning to think about data in a different way because media is a B2B to C business, as you know, and trying to get close to the consumer, but then trying to figure out how do you create new data streams to transact on when there's only one data stream in the marketplace. Um, so after nine years, a terrible commute, I was really tired and I um, left Fox, uh, took time to be, uh, to do camp mom. So got to know my kids again, yeah. which was a lot of fun. Um, and then created the company, the Marion Dupree Group. Um, we're an innovative insights um, and solutions company. So, um, yeah, so, so let's, let's dig in a little bit more on, on that. I mean, uh, it seems like you've really provided the insights that have driven popular culture over the last several decades. And now, now you have the Marion Dupree Group and really kind of building on that. Tell, tell us a little bit more what, what, what you guys are focusing on these days. So we, we focus on the place that brings me the most joy and it's taking sort of the last bits of traditional market research and insight and turning them on their head, especially inside of media and inside of business. So market research is a lot about how do I get to the answer to a question in uh, the fastest way possible if you're trying to, to answer a question for business. Uh, there's been a lot made about um, actionable insights. And so I'll say this really quickly. Um, can I say that's bullshit? There uh, is you no can such say thing. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this isn't going on broadcast. We, this is uh, a webcast and a podcast. I think you could use that. Thank you. Uh, actionable, in, actionable insights is silly. So uh, in the class that I teach at Pepperdine, this is the way I explain it to my students. Uh, research starts with a question. So what's the question? Then we go find data. So we dig for data, whether we create that as proprietary data, buy that data, we analyze the data, and then we um, present our findings. And then from our findings, we go to implications. And then where it gets to be sexy is, I wanna tell you an amazing story with these implications as my stakeholder, as my client, that now you can go and act. As a business, the most you can act on is three. So when I say hundreds and hundreds of insights and actionable insights, it's only an actionable insight if I can expire you with the implication, what right. it means for your business. And I can tell you a story in such a way that you're like, 
oh shit, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to do X. And I think yeah, that's- I, I think that you're hitting on uh, one of the key reasons why groups like the Marion Dupree group are so valuable and so critical uh, these days, because uh, right now there's just, just a, a mountain of data and mm-hmm. a mountain of uh, maybe we call like micro insights. I don't mm-hmm. know if you go even, I don't know if I'd even say they're insights, micro information, micro facts. Um, but, but truly parsing through that to find meaning, meaning that actually can drive tangible, um, tangible impacts on a business is mm-hmm. really, really something that uh, very, very few people are doing effectively. I mean, uh, wait, uh, do you feel that business is embracing that now more or how, how is the whole digital space kind of challenging kind of the research and insights um, landscape? Um, Businesses are not embracing it as I thought that they would. You know, a a great example would be Quibi. Where is it now? There's a, (laughs) right? There's a belief that, well, if I have data, then I, that's all I need. And it's like, no, you have to be able, someone has to be able to give the, the data meaning and someone has to have the discipline to know when to act on that meaning and when to just go, okay, that's good to know right now. And, and to not be afraid when, because there's always this feeling of bad research and bad data. There's no bad data. There, there are bad decisions that are made because they didn't understand the implications of the data. So what I like to tell people is, look, I'm telling you that a bus is coming. That doesn't mean that you don't have to step off the curb. It may mean that you just tuck and roll because you still have to step off the curb. And so what's been disappointing with digital has been the data is what the data is, but the data didn't, the data comes before the question. Mm. And so when there is a question, I see um, insights people inside of companies sort of not necessarily understanding their role in providing context and being able to understand what their business is so that when they're applying meaning, the guy at the top understands like, oh, okay, my decision is informed. Instead, they, they make a decision and they come back and say, what happened? Right. And then they say, help me after they're already falling over the cliff. And it's really hard to help someone when they're already falling over the cliff. Right. So getting involved earlier on really to kind of frame up the question is uh, you're absolutely right. It's 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 completely changed. So it's not necessarily maybe it maybe it was more of a linear process before. And maybe now Mm -hmm. it's. quite, I mean, nonlinear, right? It's a, it's kind of a ever flowing um, uh, landscape in it. That, that's really good. That's a really good point. I mean, in, in this space, um, it, it sounds like there are yeah, the, a lot. A, the data a, is always there regardless. Right. Um, in this space, I mean, with, with all the challenges that uh, you see in the digital area, what, what are you most excited about? What, what's giving you the most uh, kind of pleasure or joy these days? Uh, what I'm most excited about is now that we have compute, 
computer computing that can take in mass amounts of data that someone like me that's much more interested in the recipe that I can sit down and think about how to mix these data sets, how to look at signals and then come back and redefine certain types of metrics. Um, and I'll jump back for a second. One of the most fun things I had at Fox um, when social media came along, it was not data that we could tra transact on and we used it heavily for um, marketing. How can we make sense of this data that's available to us? Cause it's a lot of it and we don't need all of it. I just need to figure out which pieces. So what kinds of questions can I answer with this? But then to go a step further, can I create a metric out in the marketplace that we can, that can influence a transaction transact on? And so we were able to come up with a, a social measure with an outside company um, that we actually won a research award for, but that my salespeople were able to take that measure and command hundreds of millions of dollars from people and never have to transaction against that measure. That was cool. Wow. So when you begin to understand, sometimes you don't want to transact exactly on the number, but you do want the number to influence a transaction, then how does that look? Because once you get to transacting against the number, then all of your energy goes towards making the number grow so that you can make more money as opposed mm. to influence, which is a little different. Then you never have to worry about how that number grows because you're creating the value against the number, not the number itself creating the value. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, I think that if I look at a lot of the stuff that happens in the digital space and the questions that performance marketers dwell on, it's heavily around details, around attribution modeling, and mm -hmm. um, you know, very, very granular discussions around data. And, mm -hmm. and I think that what you're highlighting is, is such, a, such a great point, which is you can get lost in the trees and miss the forest, essentially, right? So exactly. trying to find those larger kind of elements to, to, from the data to measure against um, and, and maybe not obsess so much about one element of the attribution model. Um, which is, I think is great. That's a really good point. So, I mean, what are your hopes or thoughts for the future? Are, are things going to get better here or how do we, how do we fix this? Um, if you'd asked me a year ago, I'd say no, because all, all everyone that has a consumer insight title and, and quant next to them, I wanted to strangle. And so <laughs> I'm now finally at the place where market researchers are starting to come back into play and data scientists are amazing and wonderful, but they're beginning to realize there's nuance and, and bedside manner and just all of the other stuff that goes with how do you make interesting metrics to move the needle? Because, you know, to your point, they get caught in all of this minutia and very excited about, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget when Facebook opened up and this is going back a number of years, when they opened up the metrics that you could see, they were inventing a metric a day. And it was like, if you understand media, there's, there's three things that we care about. 
there's who watched it, when right. they watch it, and for how long they watched it. And then we right. get to how many. Right. And, 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 and a multi-billion dollar industry has gone on for years on something very simple. Right. And digital has made it complex and chopped it up so much <laughs> that no one can make money in it. And so I'm going to push it back to simple because then we can all make money. I like it. I like it. Well, I think it's going to be a, a marriage of the two, I imagine, uh, mm -hmm. to try to find those broader insights that can, can define real growth, real opportunities for these folks. Uh, Melba, it's so great to speak to you today. It's been great to have you on Uncaged. Um, uh, Uncaged is a show where we uh, highlight the voice of amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the commerce of tomorrow. Today, we've had Melva Benoit, founder and president of the Marion Dupree Group. And if any of you are looking for insights, media insights, uh, broader insights on, on consumers, um, Melva's the person to talk to. Thank you so much for joining us today on Encaged. Thank you. It's been fun. Talk to you soon. Awesome. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Take care.